Hello, everyone, and welcome back after a very long hiatus to another episode of Required Viewing. I am here for the first time in, I don't know how long it's been, at least maybe nine months, um, with uh, Shams, my co-host, who is still alive. What's up? And we're here to talk about an episode of Succession that... I mean, Shams, you said on your Instagram that this revived the podcast. Uh, I will clarify, we did originally plan to come back and do two episodes for this final season of Succession. However, our original plan was to wait until the mid-season point, which would have been after episode five, um, to do that first episode. Um, But after the events of last night, episode three's uh, episode we thought it necessary to convene an emergency board meeting just to make sure, you know, we get our statement out there before the market reacts. Yeah, it's, it's very important. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the market's already reacting, but it's very important we get our statement out there. Yeah, um, well, it's actually interesting. I don't, there, there. Um, I mean, there's articles that are coming out now. Um, we're recording this on Monday night after, um, uh, after the Sunday that episode three aired. But, uh, you know, the other podcasts actually were a little late. I'm used to waking up Monday morning and listening to The Watch talk about uh, the previous night's episode of Succession. But apparently this episode, uh, they did not send screeners out uh, to critics in advance. Um, so people are a little late in getting these articles out. Oh, so. Oh, that explains. I wasn't I didn't know that part. Yeah, I didn't, I don't, well, I don't know if that's true for all of them, but I did, I was listening to, um, uh, so this morning I decided to listen to the last Thursday's episode of the watch and they mentioned that they did not get, uh, screeners for the upcoming episode of succession. So they basically said that their next, uh, thing would be late and there was no episode available. They probably have it up by now cause they're professionals and they get paid to do this and don't have, well, it is their, their day job. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I think that explains how they were able to keep this under wraps so well. Um, like to to pull something like this off with no leaks is pretty impressive. Yeah, you're right. Because I remember last season um, on Twitter, a critic would be like, you need to like, you have to watch this week's episode of Succession or be like, watch, like watch right away. Don't like, because you like, I think it was... I think it was the penultimate episode that everyone was freaking out last season because that was the um, episode where it ended with Kendall. Uh, you thought he may have died in the pool. Oh, yeah. So, like, everyone was, like, freaking out about that. And, um, and but it was prep before. Every, like, you knew there was something going on that episode. This was... Yeah. I'm... I have a lot of thoughts, some that are not just about TV, actually. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Well, uh, I don't know what to do with that, so you want to start? Yeah, well, uh, we'll do the TV stuff first. So, um, Wait, are your thoughts that are not related to TV relevant to Succession, or do you just want to chat about video games for a bit? No, 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 it's relevant to Succession. Okay, because I have some games we could talk about, too. No, no, no. I, I haven't seen the Mario Brothers movie yet, so oh, I'm not. I, I'm not watching that. <laughs> um, you're not watching that. I, I literally did not know that that was a thing until like earlier this week when one of my or last week when one of my coworkers <laughs> it's mentioned be the they were going to see it. Biggest movie of the year by like a wide mile. 
I, I think I've completely missed out on uh, what's going on in in movie land. Other than that's true, um, I've actually lost touch too. But other no, than Tar, the best. So movie I guess I guess to cut to the chase, in case for some reason you're listening to this and don't know what the heck we're talking about. If you don't know what the heck we're talking about, you should stop listening now because yeah, we're about yeah, to get so, into spoilers yeah. of episode three of season four of Succession. Yeah. So in case you don't exactly, in case you don't know, right? Um, in episode three of season four of Succession, um, Logan Roy, the titan of industry, the legend himself, the slayer of Vikings, as Tom anointed him this uh, episode, has finally reached his demise. Um, and... He it happened on a plane off camera. No one we we never got to see the moment. We never got to see his face really, except for a brief shot. I, the most we saw of him was him in a body bag, and it is. So I don't want to say it's one of the best TV episodes of all time yet. Because I do think that the show has to land the last seven, six episodes, six or whatever, six or seven episodes. Um, it's the same way I felt about Better Call Saul's midseason finale in this last season. That that last episode, I won't spoil that, but that last episode had an incredible death ending as well. But I said, I'm not going to call it one of the best episodes ever until they land the show. And they did land it. So I do call that one of the best episodes of TV. So I will not call this one of the best episodes of TV ever until they land it. However, I, I will, because this is something I wanted to ask you, because um, I feel like we went through this last season uh, since we actually did a, a podcast per episode last season. And I recall a little bit of a lack of faith that uh, you recanted toward the end. Because I can't, I'll never, I'll tell you this. Game of Thrones ruined me. I'll, I'll be okay. very honest about this, right? Because I have, and Lost, like, we're talking Lost. We're talking Game of Thrones. We're talking 24. They yeah, are, I don't so, think those shows earned the trust. I, I think we've been through uh, this Game for three seasons now. Game of Thrones earned the trust. Now, you could say it's a little different because they were basing it off of another writer. Well, for they also earned the trust, but they slowly started to lose it. At this moment, sure. I, like it, they lost it over time. Whereas at sure. this moment, I think Succession has repeatedly earned the trust. I will say that I have a lot of trust that Succession could literally have gone on for two, three more seasons, but the writers chose to end it now. So I mm-hmm. do think they know what they're doing. And this episode, it's utterly brilliant. It's shocking. And yet at the same time, completely makes sense to the point that I was like, after the episode was over, I was not saying, how could they have done that? Which is an incredible feat of television that they could kill off probably the biggest character of a show after not even halfway through the last season, but just in episode three of the last season. And it's, I think to me, what makes it so great is the fact. I'm not, I'll, we can go into the emotions and the acting and all that stuff. I think what's so brilliant is that until I saw the freaking body bag, 
I didn't think he was dead actually fully. I was like Roman. And I was like, until I see that body bag, there's like a 1% chance that this is some giant game that Logan Roy is pulling because that's how well the show has set up Logan Roy and all his little ploys that I legit thought that even though I'm 99% sure he's dead, I'm still going to say it's a 1% chance until I see that body. And that's what made it to me so brilliant is that I was literally feeling the same exact thing that Roman was feeling in the show. Yeah, I think there, I mean, there's, there's an element to this that in any, you know, the, the rules of television and how it's written on average, even on average in like the upper, you know, the prestige TV average, not like the all TV average, um, you would expect, you know, the episode to end with, you know, if this were like a shit network show, it would end with Logan going <gasps> at the end of the episode and just come back to life. I don't know how well that sounds going to translate over audio only, by the way. <laughs> so apologies for that. But that's like, that's how, you know, it's like literally even in prestige TV, like that's the Kit Harrington in uh, Game of Thrones. Spoilers for that, whatever. Yeah. But who cares? That show, that, that by that point, that show sucked. Or, um, or they would have done it at the end of last season. When they had teased this yeah. for a whole season. Yeah, it would, have been, it would have been a finale. It wouldn't have been a random episode three. I, I think, I, so I'm not in that camp in that I think by like the, the third minute after the initial phone call, I was set on, this is how they did it. He's dead. And the reason is kind of a combination of the fact that one, this is not a normal, you know, this is not an average show. It's not even an average prestige TV show. And the way that they introduced it um, was so understated. And the fact that it was in episode three was so understated. The fact that the title of this episode was just a bland Connor's wedding was so understated. Love it. Yeah. Like I actually, hold on. I'm going to take a brief tangent because I was, I was looking up the title of the episode since I didn't actually look at it when, before I watched. And then I was like, huh, that's weird. And then I went back and just scrolled up on the Wikipedia page. So I just want to like, talk about a couple we talked about the titles of the episodes uh last season and i just want to remind you that succession episode titles are usually things like lion in the meadow the disruption retired janitors of idaho too much birthday uh, or the poetic ending ones like uh, you know nobody is ever missing all the bells say and so for this to be like i feel like this was like part of the plan to keep it like a surprise was like, they just throw out like, Oh yeah, this is the wedding. This is the Connor's wedding episode. And so it's just Connor's wedding. No big deal. Yeah, But think about every wedding and the show has been a big freaking deal. Yeah. Yeah. But usually but, they're, they're titled and, and framed as right, if they're a big the deal. Is because it's Connor's wedding. No one thinks it's a big deal that ending's going to yeah, happen. It's just Con- yeah. That's part of and the character so too. That's the thing is that no one thought, there was going to be a big moment for Connor. No one takes wedding. him seriously. No one's going to take his wedding episode seriously. Right. Um, like season one, the whole wedding is like a big, the entire season's planning up to it. This wedding last season was one that they built up a bit. This is just like, oh yeah, Connor's getting married. And it's like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the, the previous episode was also called rehearsal. Um, so he, he kind of got like two episode titles in a row dedicated to that. Um, that plot line, even though like everything that happened in both of those episodes had nothing to do with, uh, I mean, the, yeah, the rehearsal, they actually went to his rehearsal dinner for like all of two minutes. Um, and everything else about episode two is had nothing to do with it. And then yeah, same pattern for 
episode three, but I think uh, it was more for me the um, the way the phone call was um, both blocked out from a, dir- a directorial standpoint and also like the audio editing and how it kept cutting in and out. I was just like, this has to be real because this is they're making this so realistic and how this would play out in real life that if it was going to be a fake out, they would have like, they would have framed the death as a momentous event. Like every other TV show would do when killing off their main character. So the fact that they were doing it in such a different way, I just like, maybe this is me watching it as a critic and not a viewer, but like, I was like, mathematically this adds up to he's dead. Like right, no, it is- makes complete. That's what I was saying. It makes complete sense, but I, it got me in the moment just because I guess I'm like Roman and I was just like, maybe he's pulling it. However, it's interesting that you, you said that, you know, it's not like other prestige TV and you're right. But what's somewhat amusing to me is that what they did is very actually old school classical um, uh, storytelling, um, not in TV land, though. But, like, this is a very Shakespearean move. You go back to a lot of Shakespeare's plays, and a lot of big moments and big events happen outside the stage. It happens in an interlude, or it happens off uh, off, Yeah, uh, off and stage. then you're told about it by a messenger. Yeah. Right. And this felt just like that, where the, the point was to focus on the impact of the event and the reaction to the event and not the event itself. And that's just something that was very common and old school. And when I'm saying old school, we're talking Shakespeare, hundreds of years old school type storytelling. Yeah. But TV, um, like in TV land where you want to show people everything, right? You just don't do this. So it's in some ways, it's not a... Um, it's not an innovative or revolutionary tactic from a traditional storytelling perspective, but this it's, it is an incredible revolutionary tactic in modern day television storytelling. Yeah. That's a really interesting analogy because I was actually, one of the points I wanted to ask you about was um, uh, to me, it, it almost felt more like a play, like a sp- yes. middle and to end sequence. And the fact that they did that lot, like one sort of long take kind of like un- uninterrupted type uh, feel is mm-hmm. exactly, I, I'm with you. I think that was by, 100% by design. And sh- I mean, Succession at times does feel like a play, but in this specific episode, it's one setting. They're basically just... Sh- each, uh, well, it's two settings, I guess, the plane and the boat. Um, but it's like two settings, and the characters basically just stay in those settings for most of the yeah. episode, and the camera is just sort of focused on them. Did and, you watch the uh, the after the episode uh, uh, thing? I just, I, I, no. I, I'll so, catch that every now and then, but... I, th- this one's worth uh, watching. I, I don't usually watch it either, but, it, you know, everything's coming up on youtube and and reddit about succession right now and um one of the things that um they talked about in that they had uh, mark mylod who directed this episode um who's directed most of the best episodes of succession um he mentions that uh they 
they shot all of the scenes kind of individually um, the way they normally would. But then after they had done that, they did one more um, they did one more run through where they shot the whole thing as a basically 28 pages of the script. Right. It was probably most of that sequence um, as kind of like one continuous take. And there, there were some interesting like literal camera tricks that they needed to do to like have like extra film to reload camera a while they were running with a different camera. Um, and that were, that were interesting, but it was like that. And basically that when they did that run through, um, he says the majority of what made it into the final cut was from, uh, those shooting days. Um, and all of the actors were kind of talking about their response to doing that. It was actually, it's funny because, uh, in the way they cut that, those interviews, um, uh, Kieran Culkin claims that, uh, it was Mark Mylod's idea to do that. And he just like reminded him and Mark Mylod claims that it was actually Kieran's idea to do that. And the two of them were like trying to give each other credit. It was kind of funny. Um, but yeah. it was, it felt really good. And like, it was, they did that because there was an intended, uh, you know, feel and they wanted to keep people in, in the action, um, during that whole sequence. And it paid off, uh, incredibly yeah. well. Yeah. It, I mean, obviously you have, this only pays off because you have three seasons before it at the end of the day. Right. So in some ways this is a, this is a payoff episode for all the three seasons before it. But I think what separates this from other payoff episodes of other shows is um, it's actually, the dialogue is good, but it's really the, so, and this is where I was going to say, I was going to get a not as TV focus. Um, So I don't know if you've ever been in this situation before, but I've been in this exact situation before, not with a, not with any parental figure, but I've been in a situation where you, I basically found out that someone close to me uh, passed away essentially through a phone conversation where all of a sudden you get a phone call and you find out that that person's potentially not doing well. And then within 15, 20 minutes of that phone call, you find you find out that yeah, that it's, it's kind of the real time. Like you don't really know. Right. And I can tell you that every people have a different experience with this, but even though the show was about, was about a bunch of billionaire people that was as close to capturing that exact scenario that I've ever seen. Right. In terms of, the pure chaos, confusion, surreal, grief, sadness, and then also the knowing that I have to now do something, like there's procedural administrative stuff I have to now start to do. I have to now communicate to other people. Like I have found this out and now I need to be the one communicating to other people. Like all there's like so many things that happen in like literally a span of like 30 minutes when this, and it's so, I'm, it's awe, I'm just in complete awe and how they managed to capture all of that without being so obvious and direct and heavy handed with it, right? It was so, all the stuff is very subtle and naturalistic, 
and the actors were perfectly executing the expression and the feelings of what happens without having to actually rely too much on like pointed dialogue. Yeah, it was. So, so it was like, to me, like why it, it will, you're right that I should have enough faith that why it is one of the best TV episodes of our time is I just don't, like, there's been so many episodes of TV dealing with death and grief and characters dying and people finding out loved ones died, all of that. But all the list of things that goes into that, I don't think anything has ever captured in, like, 30 minutes like this has. Yeah, I can't think of another example. Like, it, it felt so... It felt so different than your average TV or your average prestige TV death um, that I think they had to do it that way too, because like the, the idea that um, Logan was going to die this season was not like, that was not surprising. Uh, Even you, you and I talked about like the show is called succession. He has has to, it has to happen. No, that's what I would say that it's a, it's a, it was shocking and yet not surprising. Yeah. Like the, the only reason anyone is, you know, the people are making all their clickbait headlines about the shocking season three episode of succession. And, and yet like before the season started, everyone was like, this is the last season of succession. Brian Cox is clearly going to die. And for I, the, for it to happen in episode three, and for it to happen in this way is what people are reacting to. And the fact that it's such a strong reaction just goes to show that this is not how it usually is done. And the show is brilliant for sh- like knowing when to break the rules of how you you know do and do not write TV and kill off your main character. Well, it, I also think it's may- it was maybe the only thing they could have done, right? Because... To could have done to also keep it at the level it is. Because yeah. you and I had said, I mean, season three's finale was so um, uh, devastating, right? That it just also felt like, how do you, like, what do you do from there, right? Like, how do you, like, ha- build a whole season of just, like, the kids against Logan? Like, yeah, that's, that you could do that. But is that what you want to do for 10 episodes? Just kids kids and logan trading yeah. barbs and like that would have been a fine season two episode of season two of succession right but if you're doing the last season you can't just make it about the kids and logan trading barbs you have to make it about succession and that's exactly what this now the last seven episodes are, are literally I mean, the show's title is what it is. I mean, it is literally who the hell is going to take this over, whether it's someone we know, someone we don't. Like, who is taking over this company? Which, yeah, I, I, yeah that- I, I don't know if you want to get into that. I do want to do a uh, um, a, dra- uh, a odds uh odds board of your oh, thoughts no. on that. I don't know. I feel like this is a show that I just don't, I don't do theories. I, I think I, I failed uh, to engage with you on that last, when we did the whole season three podcast. Um, and I just don't know like 
when I watch the show, I just like don't have theories. Like nothing about it makes me think about what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> I don't know why. Like it's just not. Yeah. Because I'm I'm a theory guy in most of the shows I watch. Yeah, it's it. I mean, I I think after this episode, I'm tossing it out because I was sort of after the first two episodes, I was like, okay, Logan's gonna die, but I thought it. I thought he would have. I thought Logan was going to die like episode seven or eight. And then they yeah, were just it, it's a, it's a finale or it's a penultimate episode thing, right? Like that's, that's the usual rule of television. Even if they were breaking the rules a little, I didn't, I still, did, I even thought like, okay, even if they're going to be a little daring episode five, like mid season finale, at least yeah, like a mid season point, right? That would have been like obvious or more clear. Season episode three. Yeah, that's seven more episodes without Brian Cox. Yeah, like that's crazy. Episode three is. I mean, and I, I don't think this is also sorry. This I, I don't. I know you hate the Emmys, but this has repercussions on whether Brian Cox would be entering for lead. Uh, So if he's not, um, actually, I think. I mean, unless they bring him back in like flashbacks or whatever, like assuming he's not in the remaining seven episodes, which frankly, I I think the only theory I will put out is this does not feel like a show that's going to go do flashbacks in a future episode. It's just not, I don't think they've ever done it and it's not their style. Um, So I, I don't remember the rules exactly, but like, I don't even know if like assuming Brian Cox is not in any of the remaining episodes. I don't even know if he, qualifies for a supporting actor Emmy. Like he could be guest actor. No. I think there's rules. I would have to look it up. But like if you're only in three of 30%. ten episodes. Uh, I don't know what the rule is. But anyway, I, I certainly don't think they would put him in as lead. I mean he's uh, not gonna be lead. Let's just put that out. That I think is Yeah, so obvious. so effectively uh what this means is uh well, one, uh, Better Call Saul's up for the next Emmy rounds because they were they were in. So Odenkirk, this is Odenkirk's last chance to win uh, Best Lead Actor. Yeah, I and think. And then I if think. Brian Cox is out and Jeremy Strong is running unopposed in the lead category, well, I think no. Jeremy Strong wins. Hold, no, because I don't think Kieran is not not lead. Uh, no, they're not running two. They're not running two of the siblings as lead. I they haven't know. run Kieran as lead. The whole time he's been there, he'll he'll run uncontested as best supporting actor, but and Sarah's it's gonna be. Sa- gonna, I think Sarah's gonna be lead too. Well, uh, you think so? Lead actress. Yeah. Do, do they run Seahorn as uh, as lead last no, year? No, she's supporting. Would they? Yeah, they probably wouldn't run her as lead. Uh, I mean, I again, don't know. She for, should for be the next lead. Round. I mean, she had an entire episode that she destroyed that's, on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is, in any case, we'll see. I mean, that's that's here or there. I think. I mean, my boy Connor should win the supporting actor Emmy at this point. Um, <laughs> he was good. Well, actually, wait. That was a that was another that was the funny best thing line from the, of all the dialogue. That was the best line of the entire episode. Which one? When he said he didn't even like me. He didn't like me. Yeah. Um, the funny, the funniest thing from the behind the episode thing at the end um, was they went through and like all it started with all of the um, the siblings talking about how hard it was to shoot all of that. 
Um, and like, you know, just how much like physical effort, like we all know Jeremy Strong is a method actor and like, you know, pours his like entire being into his roles. But like Kieran and um, Sarah were talking about how like it's just physically difficult to like act like you're going through that experience for like multiple hours a day over the course of like, they probably shot that over a week or two. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, Connor, they, they panned to Alan Ruck, who's basically says like, you know, the way he was introducing that scene is Sarah Snook go, goes up to him to like tell him the news. And he referred to it as like, you know, Sarah just shows up as like a puddle of emotion. And then he's like, at that point, like you don't even need to act. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like right after the three siblings were like, this is like the hardest work of my life. And then Alan Ruck's like, I didn't have to, I didn't have to act at all. I mean, that's a classic Connor. <laughs> I mean, like if you were that actor and like you had Sarah Snook coming to you, looking like the, the puddle that she was like, you don't have to fake cry. Like if Sarah Snook just walked up to me like that and like was doing her part, I would like be bawling immediately. Well, then also Connor crying wouldn't. Connor crying wouldn't wouldn't fit. Yeah, anywhere. that's actually probably the harder acting is he had to he had to act to not cry because yeah. everyone else watching that was crying. He had he, right. his acting no, was probably Connor not crying. Connor can't cry, and that's the thing because Connor. I mean, yeah, it's it's um, yeah. I think every character reacted the way you thought they would react the way they said like every character's reaction was complete in line with how the show built it up tom's reaction we haven't even talked about tom's reaction which was also fantastic because like tom is reacting from he has this one perspective of my the person who i built that my entire career on and to protect me from is now gone and dead. Yeah. But then also, this was my father-in-law, and I still love my wife or soon-to-be ex-wife, and she's grieving, right? So, like, um, he is, like, playing multiple... Like, he has so many different levels, and then he also still has to be a part of the executive team and trying to figure out, like, a state... So... Like, to me, one of my favorite shots of the episode was when uh, Shiv just, like, puts her head into um, Tom when they uh, uh, ask the press conference, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's like, they clearly still hate the shit out of each other, right? But it's like, there's still an ounce of humanity that they have, that they have this moment together, even though they absolutely despise each other. I don't know why this just reminded me of that, but uh, we, we've talked about the physical acting of uh, Kieran Culkin before. Did you notice the point where, like, he kind of like I don't know what it was, but he like kind of like hugs Connor's arm? Did you notice this? Oh uh, yeah, he was doing a lot of hugging of a lot of people. <laughs> but it wasn't episode. like it was. He just like kind of like I don't know. Like it looked like he was like just gave a hug to Connor's arm, and it was just like. It was the most like in character thing to do because that's just what Roman does, and it's just hilarious that like Kieran just like does all these weird, like physical acting things that are that no one else does. Like the things he does, just like that shit he does with his hands in any given scene is still the most hilarious thing. Well, 
I mean, this is a side note, but like that entire scene where he tells Jerry that she's fired. Oh yeah, it's like classic Roman. Like he like it, like spends the first minute just not like moving in circles around the point, and then he just like starts like insulting the person he gets. The I almost forgot that scene was in this episode. It like it feels like so well, long that's ago. What, it's such a devastating moment, right? Because he doesn't want to do it. He does it for his dad, and he wanted to wait to do it, but that Tom and all were forcing him to do it, and he actually stepped up and did it, which is somewhat un-Roman-like, because Roman likes to procrastinate. But had Roman cr- procrastinated, he would have never had to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? So there's... And then Roman blames... Like, there's so... There's just so much going on, and I just... I don't know. You're right that like I shouldn't care about how it lands at this point because I should have faith. Um, I do. I do wonder. So I think it'll land, but I do wonder if, like, can it meet this? Like, can well, can the it, real question it, is, will it better call Saul land? Like, are we looking at another run of the like the last five or six episodes of right. Saul? Like. Is it going to just, like, it will land, but is it going to ever reach the same altitude that this had? I don't know. Yeah, well, that that's another... It's a good question, because, like, I view the last four or five episodes of Better Call Saul as the resolution, and obviously the climax is the... Like, the climax of the series as a whole is the mid-season finale of, of right. the last season. And this feels... A little, I don't know. This is a little bit more aggressive. If if they're structuring the overall story as this is the the climax and the the remaining seven episodes are resolution, that's a little early in the season for that. I think, um, and it's also only a four season show overall compared to I think Saul ran for five. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. They must have another um, you know climax of the overall season coming, but um, this is. I don't know. I'm, I, I have faith that it's going, yeah, it'll land. Uh, and I don't think, I think succession is currently three for three on finales being some of the greatest episodes of television. So I'm ready for them to go four for four. I just want to see how they'll do it. Yeah. I mean, I think at this point, the show is on, it is in the pan- pan- pantheons of great television. And now it's just a matter of where it will rank in that upper echelon. Like, I think it I... has solidified itself. This episode, to me, assuming that it doesn't absolutely crash somehow, it is, in my opinion now, solidified as pantheon television. And it's yeah. ju- now it's like, okay, how high are we going to now rank it? In the- yeah, the question is, how high is it going to be on our best of the decade list for this decade? Because it was pretty high for last decade. Well, yeah, let's just forget the last, let's just say the last Based 20 on the years. the first two seasons. Let's just say the um, last 15, 20 years. By the way, so I'm lo- I'm just looking at the writing credits for the remaining episodes. Um, so th- this episode was written by Jesse and uh, directed by Mark. Um, the next 
uh, four episodes are not well actually sorry the next one is co-written by jesse and uh someone named lucy preble uh but then the three after that are not written by jesse armstrong and the last three episodes are all jesse armstrong credited which is one more than usual it looks like he's for the first three seasons he's directed the ninth and tenth episode um but he has his name as the sole writer for episodes eight nine and ten so i'm trying i'm trying to uh glean what the story the story arc could look like in terms of where i they what they could do is end of episode eight climax and then nine and ten as some kind of resolution um or it could just be straight up three bangers in a row for eight nine and ten they're gonna i just realized this they're making the finale to be memorial day weekend that's crazy may 28th yeah well they did um wait was it this uh oh no sorry that wasn't um that wasn't succession, uh, but it was um, HBO ran uh, the finale of Last of Us against the Super Bowl. No, but they aired it earlier that day. Oh, wait. Sorry. Never mind. That was not the finale. Sorry. They ran the finale against the Oscars, which obviously no one cares. Yeah, um, cares. But yeah, they, they did. That's true. They moved. What was it? Episode seven. They, they, they moved they, one they of their episodes for the Super the Bowl. Before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then they ran the finale against Oscars. Um I'm surprised they're not releasing it on the 29th. Is that oh, that's, that's like the, the Monday. The Monday, but yeah. I don't think I wouldn't move for a three day weekend. I feel like that's a big three day weekend. Is it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know when uh, holidays are until they happen. Fair. Um, Do you know yesterday was Easter? Yeah, I did know that yesterday was <laughs> Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that the morning of Easter. <laughs> you know, today's Easter Monday. Uh, yeah, I did. I did know that that was a thing, although I, I protest because there's no such thing as Easter Monday. It literally exists. I don't know. Why. You can't, you can't ignore it. It's just, it's just, I know. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Okay. So if we're not going to do the odds board, I guess. All right. So no, I guess no theory craft, but. I'll just end on this question. I'll place bets on whether or not someone else is going to die. Like main okay, character no, no, no. Let's, let's, let's do that at the end. Okay. Second to last segment. Is this not the end? We should, no, we should no, wrap it up. We're at 40 minutes. No, no. Second to last segment. Is this number one for succession or do you have other episodes ranked ahead? Oh, that is a good question. Um, I, I still put season three finale above. I think I put, I mean, I think overall, I think season two is the season, the best season of the show. Um, no, I'm just talking me. about episodes. I'm talking about singular episodes. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to figure out if, if I view the, I, I am inclined to say that the series two finale, just because of how strong the overall season was, um, is, is my favorite, but I don't know this. I would, I, I'll just say from a pure like critically objective standpoint, I think this is the best episode by all, you know, objective metrics. <laughs> in in some ways, you yeah, I see that point. I still the the finale of episode three is just it's I, I just love big epic moments at the end of the day. 
Yeah. And I just, just think this is like, um, I mean, basically this is what the, I think this episode is what the show is going to be remembered for. Like this is literally Connor's wedding is the red wedding of succession. Yeah. Yeah. Except probably better written. <laughs> Not being read what it was well written. It was it was a finely written, but this was a masterpiece in screenwriting. Um Red Wedding is a you don't uh, we're not gonna I'm, we're not going there. Red Wedding is I can rewatch episode. it, but like I don't I Red don't Wedding know. is an amazing episode. Everything about it. I knew I'm not it was saying it's happen. not. I'm just saying this is I better. knew what was gonna happen and it was still freaking incredible. I didn't know and I still think this is better. <laughs> it's different styles. Anyways, okay. So yeah, I think it's the style's it's, better. <laughs> It's one or two or three. Let's just put it that way. Um, all right. Now, last segment. Is anyone else going to die? And my bet is yes. I'll take no. I was going to take no. So. Um, but I don't. I think everyone thinks. I think the obvious one is. Uh, what's his name? Uh, freaking. Uh, why am I blanking? Uh, Kendall. Kendall? Yeah. Kendall's the obvious He smoked person. horse, bro. But he I don't smoked think it's horse. Kendall. I think it's going to be, um, I think you think a non Kendall death is imminent. Yeah. Like out of the main characters. Like I'm not talking about some random, you know, what's it, what was the name of the girl Greg took to the, the day? It was a random, some Becky random fuck or something. I think Roman may die. Hmm. I think Roman may commit suicide. Okay, that's a that's a bold prediction. Uh, no, because he's the only one in this episode to outwardly say his emotions. So to Jerry, he was like, "I'm actually like <laughs> numb and sad." That was a great scene. And then, like, I think and I'm then sad. Him and Kendall were sort of joking, but being real when they're saying like you're going to be fucked up from this or like, like they both like at, at the press conference, they were both kind of joking with each other, but seriously saying like, you're going to be fucked up. No, you're going to be fucked up. And so I actually, my, my bet is that Roman is the one who will be the most devastated from this and it will ruin him the most. And what's going to happen is, Logan's dead, and they're still going to have all this fighting going on. And Roman is just going to not be able to take it anymore. Hmm. I mean, suicide is pretty heavily used in Shakespeare, and they do tend to they do tend to be Shakespeare inspired. So I could see that. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm not strongly holding this prediction. But I'm my my vote. If I had to put money on it, would be no more. Uh, no more main characters will die. Yeah, I, I just think it's going to... I think they're going to do something in the penultimate episode. All right, episode nine. That's your that's your over-under on uh, yeah. Roman dying. Yeah, I'd be shocked if they did it at the finale. Yeah, that's a, that's a penultimate episode playbook. But yeah. we know they don't go by the TV playbook, so... so yeah, we'll see. But okay, we're almost at forty-five. 
Any last words? Uh, no. Do you want to do? Um, do you want to do? What's the best thing you've watched since the last episode we did? Besides Succession. Uh, what's the best thing I watched? Or what's the what's the most recent uh, best thing you've been watching? Abbott Elementary? I don't know. I'm being very main normal core right now. That is pretty uh, pretty norm core. <laughs> did you watch? Uh, did we talk about Last of Us? Did you watch Last of Us? I didn't watch it because I just don't. I don't know, man. Um, that's probably. I mean, out of this year's TV so far, I think that's uh, the Everyone strongest. Everyone likes it, but I'm just like, ah, I, I've um, spent thirty hours with that universe. I'm good. Are you watching? Yeah. Are you watching? Uh, I haven't played any of the game, so uh, oh, um, okay. I feel differently. Uh, I got to watch the whole first season without any spoilers, which was great. Um, oh, Bear Season's 2 coming. Right. Oh, yeah. When is that starting? I think they're filming right now. Oh, June. The Bear. Oh, okay. So they're not going for the Emmy cutoff. Isn't that the Emmy cutoff? I thought July is the Emmy cutoff. Uh, no, no. To be eligible, I think you have to air a majority of your episodes before the end of May. Okay. I'm going to look that up. Okay. We're, oh, we're well over time. We're so right let's wrap it up. Um, we will be back for one more episode after the finale of the season, unless there's another emergency podcast There's a chance call. we may do an episode before the finale. After the I don't finale. have time for that. Let's do it for one after the finale. Unless there is something of equal or greater importance if than this Roman episode. If Roman dies in the penultimate episode, we're going to do a podcast just so I can say I was right. Well, we're going to do that anyway and after the finale. Yeah, but I just want an episode dedicated to me being right solely. Well, you can record that solo and I'll just <laughs> yeah, edit I'll just it in. Episode. <laughs> I'll edit in the rant about how you were right. All right. Okay, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace out. That's all.